You're listening to Proclaim Gospel Podcast, coming to you from Tortola, British Virgin Islands. Your host is Evangelist Joel Gums. Today's word is, Why I am not miserable. Why I am not miserable. Yes, you may want to know why I am coming with such a topic, because after all, aren't we human beings and aren't we supposed to be miserable because life is so hard and and dreary, and bills to pay, and so many ups and downs? Well, let us look at the word of Yahweh today. Father in heaven, I come to you today, and I give you praise. I give you glory. I give you honor. As we look at your word, Ruach HaKodesh, Holy Ghost, open our hearts and our understanding. Touch hearts, change lives, and save souls, I pray, in your son's name. Amen. Let us go to the book of Genesis, chapter 3, Verses 14 and 15. This is a backdrop as to where we are going today. Yahweh Elohim said to the serpent, Because you have done this, you are cursed above all livestock and above every animal of the field. You shall go on your belly and you shall eat dust all the days of your life. I will put hostility, the King James Version says, Enmity, and I'm reading from the World English Bible. I will put hostility between you and the woman, and between your offspring and her offspring. He will bruise your head, and you will bruise his heel. This is the prophecy, the first prophecy in the, in the scripture, where Yeshua himself, who spoke to Moses at the burning bush as El Shaddai, or God Almighty, This is the same Yeshua who went after Adam when he sinned and said, Adam, Adam, where art thou? And Adam went hiding. So Yahweh said to the serpent, because you have done this, you are cursed above all animals that I have created. You will go on your belly and you will eat dust all the days of your life. And he said he will put enmity between the woman and the serpent, between his seed and her seed. This is the prophecy of the coming Messiah. And even though it is a prophecy of the coming Messiah, we know that man and serpent are always at war. Because if a man see a serpent in the wilderness or in the bushes, he goes one way and the serpent goes the other way. And poor adventure, he doesn't get out of the serpent's way. He gets a bite that is so terrible, he dies in an excruciating death. And never talk about a woman and a snake. That's another story. Now, between thy seed and her seed. Now, this is the King James Version. This reference is the analogy to the struggle between Satan and the seed of Yahweh. Satan accused Yahweh of not allowing the angels to develop their full potential. He accused him, he accused Yahweh of being a tyrant, of being a dictator. And there was war in heaven and Satan was kicked out and came to earth. And he began to wreak havoc on the earth from Adam until now. So I'm so happy that John 3.16 was included in the scripture because by that we recognize the great eternal love that Yahweh has for you and he has for me. Now we will go to 1 Corinthians chapter 15 where we will develop this story. Paul is here talking to the Corinthians, the, the brethren in Corinth who did not believe in resurrection. And he says in verse 12, Now if Yeshua, if Yeshua is preached, that he has been raised from the dead. How do some of you say that there is no resurrection of the dead? 
But if there is no resurrection of the dead, neither has Yeshua been raised. If Yeshua has not been raised, then our preaching is in vain and your faith is also in vain. You see, the apostles were preaching that Yeshua came to earth and he was crucified and buried and he is risen. He is risen and he is in heaven. But the people still doubted in the resurrection. They doubted the power of Yahweh to resurrect his son and Paul is here saying to them, if Yeshua has not been raised, then our preaching is in vain and your faith and my faith is in vain. But I am thankful that I serve a risen savior who is in the world today. I know that he is living because I can see in the life of the, of the sinner man and the sinner woman and the, and the boy and the girl who is out there brought back to Yahweh by the preaching of the gospel. This is the gospel that I am bringing to the world and I am thankful that we are not serving a dead Yahweh, a dead Yeshua, a dead Savior. No, we are serving a living Savior. And verse 15 says, Yes, we are also found false witnesses of Yahweh. Because we testified about Yahweh that he raised up Yeshua, whom he didn't raise up, if it is so that the dead are not raised. For if the dead are raised, for if the dead are isn't raised, neither has Yeshua been raised. This is Paul's contention with them. For if the dead aren't raised, neither has Yeshua. Verse 17, if Yeshua has not been raised, your faith is in vain. You are still in your sins. I am still in my sins. And because we would be still in our sins, we are going to be destroyed in our sins if Yeshua is not raised and if he's still in the grave. But I know that Hail Selassie is in the grave. I know that Mohammed is in the grave. I know that Buddha is in the grave. I know that Krishna is in the grave. And all the other false gods out there, they are either wood or stone or they are dead and they're in the grave. But my Savior and your Savior is a Alive today on the right hand of his father in majesty, interceding for you and interceding for me. Would you say amen? Verse 18. It says, Then they also who are fallen asleep in Yeshua have perished. So we were serving Yeshua for nothing. For because they served Yeshua, they were murdered or martyred, eaten alive by wild animals, lions and tigers and, and dogs, wild dogs. And if they died for Yeshua, then their death was in vain and they have perished and they will never come up again because Yeshua is still dead. This is what the argument Paul had with these people. And verse 19 says, and here is the topic of the sermon today. If we have only hope in Yeshua in this life, we are of all men most miserable, the King James Version says. But this version is saying, we are of all men most pitiable. Verse 20. For now Yeshua has been raised from the dead. He became the first fruits of those who are asleep. For since death came by man, the resurrection of the dead also came by man. You see, Yeshua is the first fruit. He is the first crop of those who are resurrected from the dead. And he ascended on high and he led captivity captive. For many went up into heaven with Yeshua. He is the first fruit of those of us who remain if we die. When Yeshua shall come, we know because he's alive today. That we also, if we die, or our loved ones who have died before us would be resurrected because Yeshua is the first fruit of those who were dead and he is alive. 
But now Christ has been raised from the dead. He became the first fruits of those who are asleep. Would you say praise the name of the Most High? For since death came by man, the resurrection of the dead also came by man. Adam caused death. He disobeyed. Eve was deceived, but Adam was not deceived. Adam sinned with his eyes wide open. And he relinquished his stewardship of the earth to Satan. And that is why the prophecy was given in Genesis chapter 3 and verse 15 of the promised Messiah. And that he would bruise the head of the serpent. He would deliver the death blow to Satan, that old serpent and dragon. Would you say amen? So since death came by man, the resurrection of the dead also came by man. It was necessary that Yahweh sent his son to become a man. Yeshua created us. Yeshua created us. For in John chapter 1 and verse 1, the word says that in the beginning was the word and the word was with Yahweh and the word was Yahweh and nothing that was made. There is nothing that is made that was not made by him. He made all things and he made us and we went astray and he came looking for us to bring him back to his father. That is the unity with the father and the, the son. For as in Adam all die, so also in Yeshua all will be made alive. Then the end comes when he will deliver up the kingdom to Yahweh. When Yeshua will deliver up the kingdom to Yahweh, even the father, when he will have abolished and rule and all authority and power. The mission that Yeshua came on is soon coming to an end. Part two, when he will hand over creation to his father and say, Father, this is your church, the bride, whom I died for, of whom I am the head. I am presenting it to you without spot, without wrinkle, or without blemish. He came to the cross, part one. He won, Satan lost. He died. He was resurrected. He's in heaven, and he's coming back to fulfill the commandment that his father gave him to go and save the world from sin. And yes, for as in Adam all die, so also in Yeshua all will be made alive. Then the end comes when he will deliver up the kingdom to his father, to Yahweh. What a beautiful word. And people don't believe in the scripture. People don't read the scripture. And because they don't read the scripture, Yeshua said through his servant Paul that Yahweh will confound the wise of the world with the foolishness of the gospel. Comes more clear and more powerful to you when you hear it explained. Verse 25 says, For he must reign until he has put all his enemies under his feet. The psalmist said in Psalms 110 verse 1, Yahweh said to my Adonai, Sit at my right hand until I make your enemies your footstool for your feet. In other words, Yahweh the Father said to Yahweh the Son, Sit at my right hand until I make your enemies your footstool. This is a prophecy with Yahweh speaking to his son, Yeshua Hamashiach. Read the scripture, for in it you have eternal life, and there are they which testify of Yeshua who stood at the burning bush with Moses. The very I am, the very great I am who was before Abraham. Verse 26 says, The last enemy that will be abolished is death. And verse 28, When all things have been subjected to him, then the Son will also himself be subjected to him who subjected all things to him, that Yahweh may be all in all. So the Father gave all things to the Son. 
And Yeshua will now be subjected to the Father who had subjected all things unto the Son, the beauty of the scriptures. This is the reason Yeshua came into the world, to purchase or to take back what Adam relinquished to Satan. Yahweh sent his son on a mission to reclaim a fallen and lost world. So this is why I cannot be miserable, for my Redeemer lives and never liveth to make intercession. For Yahweh so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have eternal life. Would you say amen? John 14 verse 20 says in that day Yeshua is saying in that day you will know that I am in my father and you in me and I in you just as the father and the son there is unity there also is unity with the father or with the son and his church the bride whom he died for and verse 31 of John chapter 14 says, But that the world may know that I love the Father, and as the Father commanded me, even so I do. Arise and let's go from here. Yeshua is saying, Hey, the Father sent me. I came into the world. I laid down my life. And now that I laid down my life, I will pick it up again in three days. And when I pick it up, I will ascend to heaven and sit down by the right hand of my father in majesty. And I will come again. I will receive you unto myself that where I am, there you may be also. So you don't have to be miserable people because you are not hopeless. I live and I live forever. And Yeshua when he comes, he will bring his bride to his father and say, Father, this is my bride. This is the church that I died for. And I am the head of the church and you are the head of me. Oh, how wonderful is the word of Yahweh. How awesome is the word of Yahweh. For John 10 verse 30 says, I and the Father are one, Yeshua is saying. And Yeshua in John chapter 17 prayed that Yahweh will not take his children, his disciple out of the world, but that they will remain in the world and be one with him as he and the Father are one with each other. I praise the name of the Most High. Father, today I thank you for your word. Your word is potent. Your word is what we need today to hear of such love that you have for us because you were with your son reconciling the world unto yourself, not imputing our trespasses. Oh, Father in heaven, not imputing our trespasses, but that you will love us and reconcile us unto you because you love us with an everlasting love. And the scripture says that Emmanuel Oh, Yahweh is with us. Oh, yes, Father, I just want to thank you. I praise your name for you are worthy to be praised. I pray for my brother and my sister who is listening to the word today, who was wondering if there's anyone who can save them from this world of sickness and disease and epidemic and pandemic and murder and diseases upon diseases and disasters upon disaster. But I'm happy to bring the gospel today. That there is a living Savior who's in the world today. I know that he is living, whatever man may say. I see his creative work. I see his work in the stars, in the heavens, in the mountain peaks. Oh yes, I serve a risen Savior. Oh, I'm redeemed. Redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. Oh, how I love to proclaim it. His child and forever I am. I praise the name of the Mosai. That you will give your life to the Most High. 
You will turn your life over to Yeshua, for he is coming not as a baby anymore in a manger, but as the lion of the tribe of Judah, a conquering king to destroy his enemy and the enemy of his church, his people. If this broadcast has been a blessing to you, you can write us at Proclaim Gospel, P.O. Box 336, Rotown Tartola, British Virgin Islands. Or you may email us at ProclaimGospelVI at gmail.com. Our telephone number is 1284 547 4601.